Hi, this is Suparna Goswami, Principal Correspondent with Information Security Media Group. I have the pleasure of speaking today with Prasanna Loha, Head IT at DCB Bank. Prasanna will talk about application of blockchain in the authentication space as well as the various pilots being run by banks in the blockchain space. Welcome Prasanna to the ISNG discussion. Hi, very good morning. Hi, good morning Prasanna. So Prasanna, discussions around blockchain has been going on for some years now. Authentication or identity management at the moment holds the most promise as far as use of blockchain in the cybersecurity space is concerned. Can you give me some use cases where you are deploying blockchain in your bank and how is it being run? What are the changes in the architecture that you had to bring in? Okay, so blockchain primarily can be used for three purposes. One is identity management and second one is to track the traceability of any of the transaction. And thirdly, it's around the truth of the data which is being exist inside a blockchain chain. So uh, these are the use cases around identity management, traceability and the truth of the, the data. So when you talk about authentication or identity management in any of the networks, say for example in a banking network, we are utilizing or are doing the pilot for uh, uh, authentication requests which are coming from any of the endpoints to the any of the server. Uh, for example, request coming in from the browsers or a request coming in from any of the devices within a network or request coming in from the any of the client like mobile banking application coming to the server. It has to be validated under a blockchain network and then only access is given to that particular request. So this is a one thing which we are working or doing a pilot with uh, one of the startup company. If you talk about the changes into the architecture, so I will say as a part of a pilot or uh, this proof of concept, what I will look at, uh, there should not be much of the architecture level changes. Say if I am using a Hyperledger or Ethereum or my own fabric, so I need to adapt fabric in a such a way there should be minimal changes to the architecture. It means that interoperability between the blockchain network and my network, it should be a minimal uh, kind of an API call or kind of an interface in between these two networks or if I look at the deployment of this uh, blockchain within my network it should be standalone it should not get too much uh, tightly coupled integrated with our network so this is what approach we will look for rather we are looking for otherwise what will happen if there is a rework in a, a blockchain fabric there will be rework in everywhere within a within a network so we want to avoid such scenarios there should be interoperability through API calls and such connectors are now available which was not a situation one or two years before most of the fabric service providers are relying on a platform based approach and uh, this platform should have some kind of uh, interface points which should be in plug and play such use cases are primarily we will utilize in network security and uh, we will utilize within HR applications or within any of the applications this will be an one layer added to the existing application so it can be used as a second factor authentication also so Prasanna when you say that it should be minimum changes that needs to be brought into the architect at the architectural level so if I am somebody who is looking to deploy blockchain so what are the minimum changes that I should be prepared for so I think uh, this is very good question uh, Suparna and uh, so it's not only architectural level change but I think you need to assess your existing network or existing application and you have to choose or you have to develop or I would say look for a, such a fabric or such application which can be implemented uh, very easily within your network. Take example today's applications most of the applications are on a client server mode but tomorrow the most of the applications might go on a cloud or a cloud of cloud 
this kind of uh, architecture where multi-party um, entities will be involved. Take example, insurance chain where I will find the insurance company and the guy who is taking the insurance, his identity could be Aadhaar or some other thing uh, followed by the insurance entity like for which he is taking insurance, for example, vehicle insurance. This All these entities will come on the same network. In that scenario, you need to really figure it out the exact uh, architecture and the fabric or a, a blockchain software who is going to provide uh, adaptability of these multi-party ecosystems and their ecosystem within organization. So I think primarily at this moment, blockchain is at premature stage and many companies are trying to build blockchain as a service or many companies are building blockchain will go within existing old infrastructure or existing legacy infrastructure and through some kind of a connectors. So to be precise, some of the best practices is like you go for a blockchain or which is having a futuristic approach deployed as an isolation manner and get integrated with the existing systems. Could it be through ISO message or through some kind of a web services or through kind of an XML API or could be kind of a microservices architecture. So it's very important to choose right use case and on top of that important to choose right blockchain fabric provided its infrastructure and network is aligned with blockchain, blockchain infrastructure. So Prasanna, against this backdrop, how tough is it to choose the right fabric? So it's it at times it's very difficult to understand. Uh, but if you look at how distributed uh, architecture works or distributed system works, say in a Bitcoin, like how the network and uh, relevant nodes are, uh, the data is bifurcated on every node. And for accepting of the any of the transaction on uh, on a Bitcoin, all the nodes has to accept or given consent to the particular uh, particular block. And then only this particular block will be kept into the blockchain network in a sequential manner. So this is a very time consuming activity so far as a Bitcoin network is considered. When we look at our enterprise ready application, which will be like a private blockchain. In that case, opportunity is that we will wave off this mining part wherein consent will be auto will be an auto consent because these parties will be on a private network. So it could be like in a banking, I need to have to have a node for a regulatory. I need to have a node for a contact center to resolve dispute management. I need to have a node for admin within that network to provide the right set of permissions or accessibility to a particular node. So three aspects we need to consider. Right use case, on top of the right use case, choose the right blockchain. And thirdly, that blockchain should have all these desirable characteristics so that whole agenda of that network runs smoothly. So Prasanna, you are also saying that there are many pilots that are being run on of various blockchain projects. I know Bankchecks is running one on in the trade finance area. So are there any pilots yeah. being run on the authentication space? What are the challenges being faced? Yeah, we had started a bank chain way back in year 2017, February. And since then we have 35, 36 plus member banks and uh, other service provider part of this like Microsoft, IBM, Intel and uh, R3 and so on. Uh, we had identified some of the use cases, but most of the implementation were done on multi-chain fabric and some of them were in Intel Sawtooth. Now, if you look at enterprise ready applications like cross-border or trade finance or any of those like AML, KYC or identification, the bad IPs or bad loans or syndication of loan or any of the application which is based on, on a smart contract. Uh, once you identify the use case, next step is uh, which is the fabric we'll use. So what we have seen multi-chain and the relevant uh, fabrics are good for POCs and pilots where we can really uh, understand how all the entities within uh, that use case will 
rely on each other, work with each other, and practice with each other, and so on. But for enterprise ready application, I think Hyperledger, either from IBM or Intel Sawtooth or Ethereum or R3. Or a typical use like cross border with our Ripple are coming up very heavily, and even some of the startups are coming up with their own fabrics relevant to that use case. Relevant to that use case, for example, trade finance or multi-party insurance chain or solar coin and so on. Over a period of five six years, the way we are operating or the way we need trust between multiple ecosystems. So you will find your current applications are going on a cloud or on a sharing economy, which is the right use case for a blockchain. If you look at the pilots or POCs which we had done at a bank chain, that has evolved as an another structure is a blockchain infrastructure company, which in plus banks are coming up with. primarily on a trade finance use case so there we are identifying around our trade finance use case which are the prominent and strong fabrics will be will be taken care of this use case so we are evaluating those fabric like we are working with ibm or tech mahindra or r3 and similar kind of a company so i would say bank chain has evolved so prasanna can you give me an example of how the consortium can probably come together in the identification management and authentication space i would i would have given an example of aadhar bring on kind of a identity on a distributed ledger where we are sitting on multiple identity management systems like pan or voters id uh, something to do with your uh, driver's license or aadhar so all this data can come together uh, as we have a one of the project digi locker that can be implemented on a blockchain where you can really find which data being utilized who has really utilized and traceability how long it is being utilized so these things things of a blockchain like trust transparency and identity that can be really tracked so prasanna these pilots that you was talking about that are being run so when can we expect them to run live or you know actual projects being implemented uh, so i think see take a traditional project which happens in a bank or any of the organization it goes through various cycles uh, starting from certification and the business requirement document uh, followed by the design and the development followed by the proper set of a test Uh, QA, UAT, performance test, and validation around regulation, and then get into a pre-production kind of an environment, and then go live, and then actual adoption of that particular solution to the end user. It's a very long cycle, right? In spite of any technologies, take example, UPI also took around more than two years to adapt uh, to the actual end user. So, in case of a blockchain and these kind of niche technologies, blockchain is at that stage technology is getting matured, and it's a and the way the changes are happening to the various fabrics in the right direction every day you have to keep a eye on what's that new changes come up so that's a one challenge which we are facing another thing is that maturity of technology right although we say technology is not matured but today we can really perform some of the applications on a blockchain so i would suggest it will take at least 2 to 3 years for any of the enterprise ready application to get adopted because technology is there we can make technology mature with the help of a technology service providers today either people are just looking at other organization who are working on the blockchain or people doing this pocs and pilots i think we need organization to really take risks and get into the actual implementation so prasanna another issue that i was hearing is uh, there is a confusion on how much data should be or can be stored on blockchain can you throw some light on how much data can or should be stored on a blockchain okay so this is very very good question superna now if you see the blockchain journey blockchain uh, uh, journey is like a blockchain 1.0 2.0 and 3.0 primarily 
or I would say beginner blockchain and enhanced blockchain through smart contract and then extended blockchain wherein you will find blockchain plus AI IoT kind of application. Today in 19 we are sitting in an application like enhanced or a blockchain 2.0 wherein you will implement application with the help of a smart contracts. For example, my vehicle belongs to an insurance company A where insurance is taken from an insurance company A and having the being manufactured by company X. Now all of a sudden suppose I meet an accident within the moment that IoT will or that trigger will happen on a network and where I will get a claim within a flash of minutes which is not happening today in our day to day traditional insurance ecosystem where you have to wait for 7 to 15 days based upon how efficient is the overall ecosystem. Now when I coming back to your question how much data to be stored now how much data I need to be stored it depends upon my design how much I need to store the data which is that identity or account a banking account which is the insurance company and so on this is what we have to design how much data will go within the blocks now way back when we talk about blockchain 1.0 where your transaction data like who is sending some Bitcoin to another guy and the timestamp and the hash of that particular transaction data was kept in a Bitcoin block and what was happening in a public network or a Bitcoin kind of a network the data which is stored at a node which is available on all the nodes now when you look at our enterprise ready applications those will be private networks where we will rely on each other on same net so in that case I can really go for as much as data I want to store on a blockchain in the hash manner. So in a nutshell the data storage or it will be as, as good as what we are storing on uh, our relational databases and now we can define whether to store the data on all the nodes or whether to store the data relevant to the access being given to that particular node. That's a liberty comes with a, with a private private blockchain. Okay Prasanna, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on use cases of blockchain and how banks in India are progressing with various projects or, or pilots of blockchain, the blockchain space. I'm happy to connect again. You were listening to Prasanna Lohar for ISMG Nation. This is Suparna Goswami. Thank you for listening.